Hello, my friends. We're back with another awesome episode of Mindset, Metabolism, and Movement. My name is Jenna Altman, and I'm your host today, and I'm excited to dive into a topic that I think is extremely underrated in terms of progress in your health and fitness journey and something that can be actually legitimately life-changing. This is something that I have been working on with clients recently and something that I have been evaluating in my own life too, this concept of empowered versus disempowered decision-making and how that actually relates to your health and fitness. The goal of this episode is for you to leave understanding what it looks like to make a choice and a decision that feels good to you, regardless of what's going on in the context of your life. And so let's dive in. For the longest time, I remember feeling guilt over the food and exercise choices that I was making. Because to be honest with you, it's often directly against the majority when you make a healthy decision, unless you're in friend groups that do emphasize healthy choices. But a lot of us are just navigating regular life and in diverse groups where maybe we are the only ones making a healthy decision or the only ones who want to make a healthy decision but cannot act on it because we feel uncomfortable about ourselves. I know that's hard to take in and I know it's probably just something that you're like, wow, that just hit the nail on the head and is something that I really do struggle with. And for me, I think now I'm really removed from that struggle because of my identity. I am a nutrition coach and therefore people assume that I make healthy decisions. But you're not a nutrition coach most likely and you are not in that identity. And maybe you have started to make choices that feel better for you, but maybe it doesn't fit in your friend group anymore. Or maybe it feels weird in your family and you're getting comments from your family about the choices that you're making. And that can be really challenging. I want to just validate that feeling of going against the grain and feeling uncomfortable. It's something that I've done for a really long period of time. Before I was a coach, it was always something that I emphasized in my life and it wasn't always well-received by other people. And that would influence my own choices. And there are even times where I get tripped up of like, well, what do I actually want? Or is this something that somebody else, I'm just choosing this because then it avoids the conversation or it avoids having to talk about the fact that I don't want to eat that for whatever reason. And I don't want to live this way anymore. And I don't want you to have to live this way anymore. I think that we can have such a better relationship with ourselves if we actually start making decisions that feel good to us. And so that's what we're going to talk about in this episode, how to make empowering decisions moving into 2023 and beyond. And I think I want to just start by giving you just a little clear picture as far as what empowered versus disempowered actually looks like. So let's reword this term because I think that this might be a more applicable framework for you. You might have been somebody that has your decisions and really all things in life kind of marked by good versus bad. So now I'm just replacing those words with empowered and disempowered, but they have a lot of power behind them, literally, which is why I wanted to kind of reframe those things. But if you're feeling a little lost when I'm using these terms, please feel free to just sub out good and bad. When we talk about empowerment, I want to give you a quick definition of what that actually is. So this is when you give someone, and this can be yourself, the authority or power to do something. 
So you give yourself the ability to make choices in terms of your health and fitness versus disempowered is where we actually make someone or something or ourselves feel less powerful or confident. Oof. First of all, why do we ever want to do anything that's going to make us feel less confident or less empowered? I know that that might seem like a far stretch for you right now in terms of uh, making this connection to health and fitness, but I promise that we're going to get there. So again, we're just replacing that good versus bad framework with this now empowered versus disempowered. And when we think about disempowered, I want to go through a few sort of scenarios that maybe you've experienced. And this is really where you leave feeling unaligned or just feeling really off or unhappy with the choices that you made. And so I'm coming up with a few examples that I've heard from clients and just know from my own experience, but maybe it's ordering what someone else is ordering and not actually getting what you want because you didn't want to feel different. Or maybe it's having another drink when you really don't want another drink. This has honestly never really been a problem for me. I have never been a a drinker at all. And so one drink was always my cap and that's just how it's always kind of been for me. But that was hard in the beginning, especially when I got to a college where drinking was what you did. (laughs) And so it's totally possible that maybe you don't want that next drink and you would rather choose something else. Or maybe you start to feel this guilt for not working out when you actually promised yourself that you would. And so what's unique about these decisions is that the bottom line is that you're not listening to your own needs. You're not listening to your own body. You're not listening to your own internal guidance system that's actually giving you answers directly, but you're getting distracted by other people, situations, circumstances, context. And I want you to bring that power back to you because you deserve it. You have that autonomy to make decisions for yourself and decisions that feel good for you. And I think the big difference here in terms of empowered versus disempowered is the intention behind the choice, right? You can, of course, choose to have that additional drink if that's what you wanted, if that's the intention that you had going into the experience. But if your intention was, I'm going to have a cap of two drinks tonight and you end up drinking six drinks, guess what? You just broke that promise to yourself. It's not about the healthy side of things. Like that's not what I'm talking about today. I'm talking about the self-trust and the self-respect that is diminished when you make choices that don't align with you. And so the reason why things like this happen, right? Again, like I've mentioned, it's very contextual. It's, it's very dependent on our situations. It's really easy to fall into the crowd, to be a people pleaser, to stay busy and choose these things because it keeps us busy. But ultimately we make these choices because they're unconscious. We haven't brought them to the surface. We haven't really thought that it could be a different way. And I think when we think about unconsciously making these decisions, it's important to understand where this is coming from in terms of our brain. Your brain is hardwired to take the path of least resistance, right? You are going to choose the thing that is most accessible to you because that's how our brains work. They're so smart that they're constantly looking for shortcuts. And a lot of these shortcuts are things that we have developed over time. 
They're called neuropathways, right? This is how your brain has sort of developed these connections. But the cool thing about it is that you can actually develop new neuropathways. It is absolutely possible to establish new conscious thought patterns that replace these old ones. There's normally a situation that you probably have experienced where you often make a decision in terms of health and fitness that you do not like, that is habitual for you, that is something that you feel like you have no control over, and it's just something that you do. For me, this used to be stress eating. This was something that I struggled with for a really long time, was just this concept of like stress as my trigger led to (laughs) overeating. And there was no sort of mechanism in between to stop that action. And there is possibility to actually stop that in, in its tracks. So instead of making these decisions that are unconscious and that don't feel good to us and that are automatic, we can actually choose consciously aligned decisions. And so using the stress eating example, if I am someone who often experiences stress and then turns to food as a result of that, as a coping mechanism, this is very common. I know that this happens for a lot of people. If it's not food, it's something else in your life. Maybe it is an addiction to working out. Maybe it is other things outside of health and fitness. Whatever it is, we all have that thing. Maybe it's cleaning. (laughs) You know, we all have something that we like automatically go to. If it's cleaning, that's probably a positive thing, right? You get something, you get to do something that's productive. But maybe it's an unwanted behavior. And that's what I'm talking about here. We're trying to avoid that unwanted pattern. And in order to do this, we really need to tune into the situation and the context itself. You need to evaluate what's going on in that moment, that repeated moment that's causing us to feel triggered, to cause us to feel like we want to go into stress eating mode. What is happening in that situation? Because what we're going to try and do is basically break that up. We want to have something that when that said event happens that causes us normally to stress eat, what can we do instead in between those two events to sort of stop that behavior or allow us to choose a different behavior. And this isn't going to be like, I did this one time and it worked and it's fixed forever. Absolutely not. (laughs) And that's okay because I have the tools to choose something else, to choose a different path when that time comes up again. And I also know that I'm human and that it is normal to be triggered and to experience those things. And so taking this pressure off of yourself to have this resolved within one time. That's not what I'm saying here. What I'm saying here is you will get better every time that you work through this. Every time that you experience this trigger, you have a choice to make. You get to choose. You have the autonomy over your own actions. And that's the beautiful component about this. So if you're listening to this and you're like, okay, cool. Where do I start? What do I do next? I want you to think about, in general, what are your common situations that you struggle with in terms of health and fitness? And then I want you to just create more awareness around those experiences. Like, what does it feel like when I make X decision, when I do the automatic behavior? How does it feel? What would I prefer to choose instead? Okay. And then from there, it's really just finding that aligned decision that works for you, that feels good to you that aligns with your values, your priorities, and your goals. (laughs) And a really important reminder here is that you do not have to justify your choices to anyone at all, ever. You do not need to justify your choices to anyone else. 
Most of the time, people are not even paying attention as much as you think. (laughs) Honestly, they're not. People are not hyper-focused on you like you are on yourself. So do what feels good to you and make that choice because it empowers you. No one else, you. I know that this is a little bit out there in terms of (laughs) like tangibility, but I'm hopeful that you guys have understood the message that I was trying to get across today. And I hope that this is something that you can continue to practice in your own life. And really another good exercise that you can implement today is just evaluating the decisions that you do make throughout your day. Do they feel empowering or are they disempowering and why? What are the emotions behind that? How does it feel in your body to make those choices? I'm really curious to see where this goes for you and what you took out of this. So please feel free to reach out, DM me, shoot me an email. I would love to hear what you thought about this episode. It's definitely one of my favorites. Not that I play favorites, but I love talking about this topic. So I'm excited to hear what comes up for you. All right, my friends, I'll talk to you soon. If you found this episode helpful, I want to invite you into an exciting opportunity that we have at Harvest Coaching. If you've been living off of 1,200 to 1,600 calories or less because you thought that's what you needed to lose weight, if you consider yourself a healthy eater but aren't sure if you're eating enough or the right foods for your body, if you want to learn how to work with your body and not against it, if you want to improve your relationship with food and incorporate foods you love without feeling guilty, then our signature one-on-one coaching program, M3, Mindset, Metabolism, and Movement, is for you. This is a fitness, nutrition, and lifestyle program that's designed to help you let go of all or nothing thinking, optimize your metabolic health, and gain more confidence. This program is right for you if your workouts leave you feeling drained, you're tired of wasting mental headspace thinking about food, and are overwhelmed by the abundance of contradicting advice. And you finally want to feel more confident in your body and the choices that you make in regards to your health and fitness. Then now is the time to apply to our signature M3 one-on-one coaching program. This is a no strings attached process. And all you have to do is apply. Even if you decide that it's not a good fit for you after our call, there will be no hard feelings at all. (laughs) You'll at least get some guidance on what you can be working on from your health and fitness professional bestie. The link to apply is in the show notes. 